Eli Rex, El Jefe, Mr. Glass Half Full, The Revival. Yo, we are outside. We are outside. Peace and blessings. It is your boy, Eli Rax, a.k.a. Vibes. And welcome to New York Revival, where it's not just sports, it's entertainment. Thank you for spending your Tuesday night with us, guys, man. And of course, man, I got my brother saying, Mr. Glass Ad Full, and that's Spee if you nasty now. Hello, <laughs> my brother LKA. Damn, did I just really? Kind of LKA. LKA. I'm here with my brother LFA, aka White Jersey, aka Blue Jersey, aka Daniel Daniel. And we are all in the building, man. This is Giants Free Agency, and guys, we're going to talk a couple of you guys off the ledge. And the ones in this chat really don't need no talking off the ledge. That's positive Giants community. Hey, we need some negatives for the positives. That's how they make batteries and energy, right? Tuesday night with us, man. Guys, hit that thumbs up, subscribe, share, but please hit that thumbs up, man. Sends out all the notifications to the people, man. And we have a special guest in the building. You guys know him as Christy Entertainer. He's gonna be stopping by with mm-hmm. the show. But first and foremost, let's go around the room. How's my brother's weekend and the week's going? Let them know, man. And I'm gonna start with El Jefe. What you got, brother? How was your well, weekend? Guys, very good day for the Giants. And Ooh. yesterday, happy St. <laughs> Patrick's week to you. Let's go. Okay? Something in my blood, man. When March 1st hits, mm. I get this, I get this old romantic feeling where I just <laughs> do you feel it in your plums? I feel, feel it deep it? down in my plums where I just start to crave Guinness. And uh, oh <laughs> some some say that signs of a raging alcoholic. I say oh. it's it's the Irish in your blood. It's an eight, and you can't help it, dude. It's just something about something. It's the cold. It's wet outside. You need Guinness to bring it all together. Warm you up. Happy St. Patty's to ya. This is Let's this is go. the St. Patty's slash Giants free agency episode. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Also, also Pi Day. Pi Day. Shout out to Pi Day. <laughs> um, on a way less you, fun note, if, it's yes. Friday. Hey, I bet you can't get those. I, I bet you can't get the first three numbers. Three point one four six nine seven four three two eight nine five. Sold. Got it. He got it, dude. Got it. <laughs> don't fact, don't fact check me. Don't fact check. I don't know. I, I, I actually don't know either. Hey, but shout listen. out, shout out, Jerry. Uh, and look at this, man. Look at, oh, look at this. Um, this chat's going nuts. Cheers to everybody here. Yo, shot. If someone can get the, the get get the uh, pie pie number out there, and I'll, I'll give you a free sticker when I see you at the fucking bar. Eight six seven. No. Yeah, sorry. exactly. That's what it is. Hey, but listen, no, it's 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 one of the biggest weeks of the year. Like it's it's legit one of the biggest weeks of the year. It's St. Patty's. We have we had Selection Sunday to kick it off, um, right into free agency period. We got we got the NCAA tournament games and oh, then Jesus. I mean, it's just it's just an all time week. Me and Spiro both week. got boys trips this. We weekend. got boys trips planned this weekend. I I got I've got golf lined up. I got I got sports <laughs> Eli, lined up. I got a lot Eli. of gambling lined up. <laughs> so Eli, um, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm uh, better than y'all. So fuck y'all, man. You guys going on a trip? Forget all your wow. That is insane. That's Look at pretty that. Much, that's Analytics. pretty much what I said. Thank you, Doug. Yeah, shout, shout out, out Doug Analytics with the. Hey, if, if there's anybody that else suits him that. well, that name the analytics part suits him well, man. So shout out Doug. Wait, Doug listen, was like I'm on it. You guys are about to embark on the the boys, the men's retreat, vacation. Enjoy this. Please make sure when you take a shot, you think of your brother here that has to go work because I, I can you. never get a day off because I work for the crappy New York City. You didn't hear me say that. A, a good, but, uh, that's a just what it is. All right? But, hey, this is what's all about, man. It's about the revivals, about New York City. It's what we do here, guys. But, hey, go enjoy for me. But I'm feeling great. I'm feeling excited, man. And you want to know something even crazy, even crazier, guys? Because I'm going to go around the room. I want to ask you. We're going to get right to the show here. Guys, hit the thumbs up, too, and get in the chat. But were you guys panicked? About <laughs> Joe Shane's plan because I've seen all over Twitterverse a lot of people were panicking after the fall of the start of free agency. They was like, do something, do something. So I just want to know, man, were you guys in a panic mode? And I mean, I'm gonna start with uh, Mr. Glass Sad Full here. Were you panicked, man? Because <laughs> yo, I was I was sitting back and enjoying so, so many times. Like we had the Jerry Reese of 2016, 
We had Gettleman just going out and just firing off right away, like just just being one first one out there, bidding against themselves, and just and then like rushing to sign people. In my mind, that always meant that you were you had your mind set on the guy, and you, and you don't care what price it was going to be. I, and then you see Joe Shane chilling, just chilling, waiting, <laughs> like sitting back, and, and he has a plan. Everybody, and, I, and I'm not going to name who said this, but there's a lot of people out there. Where's his plan? What's his plan? What's he going to do? Four hours into free agency. Because we didn't sign anybody. Yeah. His plan became very evident right off the bat. And we'll talk about it later. But, man, he sat back, let the market go, uh, let, let, the, let the crazy guys go first. And he sat back and got what he wanted, when he wanted. It was cool, calm, collected. And that's why I like him in my GM, man. He is chill. He's so chill. You see him walking in with the suit. He's just so smooth, Joe Shane. He's so smooth, smooth, baby. He looks he and, looks and, and brown too. Brown too. Yeah, smart. exactly. <laughs> what about you? What about you, Happy? Brown. I hope we can him? keep him for a long time. By the way, because he just seems like a super smart dude that we might lose at some point. But he's oh, he's, yeah, he's deserving of it. But luckily, free agency is not just a four-hour period. So once four hours goes by and you didn't <laughs> fill every hole on your roster, you don't have to panic because there's more time. There's days. There's weeks. There's months. You can keep adding to your team as a, listen, teams are going to have 90 guys. They're all going to cut down to 53. They don't stop. <laughs> Jerry, it's my first beer. They they don't. <laughs> That's just my face, Jerry. Um, it's the only look I got. <laughs> yeah. This is literally, this is all I've had so far. That's uh, great. Somebody said it's mother's milk, and now I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> You don't stop improving the roster. We're going to talk yes. about the moves that they made, but like you got to feel good right now. Nobody, another reason not to panic. Nobody saw this Darren Waller trade coming. Nobody. So relax because you never know what he's cooking up. So yes. like, a lot of people were freaking out, and there's no reason. The offseason is long and dark it's and so full long. of terrors. You have to you have to take your time. <laughs> and relax and just let, and how, let it all and how about this but he's letting especially the wide receiver market he's just letting that play out and i don't know what he's gonna do but he's got something cooking i always feel like he's cooking man he's always cooking and, he's, what and, do you think? and just just to say that speed he's cooking man and you know when he like mama's cooking man you gotta wait yeah. for that thing to be you perfect, just sit outside right? the, the kitchen you, you just sit gotta outside sit the outside the kitchen, the kitchen and just smell it Smell exactly. it and watch it, right? So this is what Joe Shane's doing, love. I think, man. I, exactly, right? So ah. I think this is what Joe Shane is doing. Ah. Yo, is, is, is it ready? Right now, everybody's asking <laughs> Joe Shane, is it ready? It's not ready yet. He's still cooking, man. This is the gumbo. We got to wait for it. It takes just a little bit of time, guys. I never know he what he's doing cooking. back there. Yeah. No, right? He's, he's cooking. Yeah. You got to let this man cook, man. And at this, you know, at this same time, we're talking again with all the – the signings in the second wave. So you know what I like, man? He didn't jump into the, the fire like feet first or whatever, head first, right? He actually mm. just waited to the market kind of calm down a little bit and then signed those guys. Now, is it the biggest names you guys will really think of? I, I mean, I, there's some great players in this. It's not the, the biggest, you know, names you guys are used to hearing, but it's still some good players that we got on this field. We got a legitimate linebacker, which we're going to talk about. We got a rotational guy this way, you know, Leo or, or, or my man Sexy Dexy don't got to play 90% of the snaps. And we'll talk about mm -hmm. that too, guys. So we got some good people coming in here. And I, I like these contracts as well. They seem very team-friendly. The cap number is very low. So he can come in and still sign these uh, these draft picks and even more free agents like that wide receivers that are out there once that market starts to settle down. And especially to see what, they, you know, what Odell Beckham and et cetera is looking at as well. So let's see, man. We might even be able to get a corner. Mike, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of things out that Joe Shea can do. We just got to wait for that dust to settle. Now, again, yes. people, when that free agency window opens, like Hefe says, it doesn't mean that, that you know, it's just going to stop right then and there. Like, you got to pick your people and, all right, it's close at 12, we're done. No, this thing goes You're on. You're going to blow your load season. day one, people. Exactly. You don't blow your load day one. It goes into the season. So let him cook. Let him yeah. cook. But, guys, there's one thing I want to talk about, man. And this is one of the free agents, man. And there's a couple of people he actually bought back. I want to go through the bought back. Breeder for a yes. one-year deal. Wyatt mm. Davis. Jarrett Davis. He bought back Jill, uh, Jamie Gillen, which is the Scottish Hammer. Right, guys? Guys, how do you feel about that one? Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I want to ask you, <laughs> man. How do you feel about the Scottish Hammer uh, coming back? Do you feel as warranted? I mean, at this point, 
Give me your thoughts, man, because I have my own thoughts about that. Well, signing. it seemed like it seemed like after the season that everybody seemed to have the same sentiment, like, "Well, we're going to upgrade that position." Yeah. But yeah. like when you look at his numbers, they actually weren't bad, and he didn't have as no. bad a season as it felt like. I think he had a few bad punts at bad times. It's like a drop kick. Sucks. This guy sucks. The drop kick, which is like wow. Daniel Jones tripping on the five yard line, like he's just going to have to live yes. with that for the rest of his life. <laughs> it's a bad, it's a bad highlight. But it, we all have bad highlights. They're just you know not on TV forever. But he's, <laughs> he, I think he averaged 46 yards a punt. He's, he actually wasn't as bad as we feel he was. So that's a, that's a thing. Like, I think it's two years, four million. So, like, it's not something he would have done if he didn't think he's got his punter because it's like a pretty, it's hard to find a really good one, but it's also like a position you can replace if you need to. So, um, <laughs> the chat's, nobody, the chat's no, sharing their thoughts on Nobody's James happy Green. about it, but it's kind of like, not- I'm not. Yeah, everybody's a bunch of whelmed. No, I'm not. I mean, we have no, Gano. We have, like, you, feel, you feel good about Gano. When else have we felt really good about special teams? Like in a really long time, whether it's kick returner. We've been, we're, we have very good long snappers. We're like, yes, the, we're, like the, we're like the Rangers and goalies. We've had except like 20 years Duncan. of Hall of Fame log snapping. <laughs> except, except for Trey Duncan, which we, we got, we, we actually got brought, Trey Duncan's name got brought back up again. When we signed our, our, our snapper again, the long snapper, Kreider. <laughs> um, and it just it gives me flashbacks. But you're right. We had a very good run with, with, with DOC. And now um, and now our, our boy's back again. Um, but, E, what, what do you think? You clearly have... have no, listen. I, I think, listen, at this point, there's really not much punters on the market, right? So you have to, you know, go with what you're familiar with. So you sign the guy back. It's only a $4 million deal, right? I think it was $2 million guaranteed or something like mm-hmm. that. It was a very low number, I think it was. Correct me if I'm wrong, chat, get in there. So at that point, you go with what you're familiar with. However, don't, I, there's no doubt in my mind this competition is camp. No doubt in my mind. If you're telling me there's no, there's going to be nobody coming in to, to challenge the Scottish right. Hammer, you're freaking nuts. I'll be Joe Shane. All right, that's one. That's one. That's one. Joe Shane, I got to question your freaking intelligence on. But I'll tell you that's this: fair. there's got to be competition at that punt. Because again, you, like, like let, let, let's, you feel like you're right, right, like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yo, for joke. real, like, like he, this is bad. Like you, you see it day in and day. If that's your only job to kick the ball, you can't whiff it. You can't get it blocked. Like that's your only job. You got to figure that out. All right. And the fact that he couldn't even kick the ball at one point, like that's all you get paid to I do. Know, I know. And you couldn't even do looks. that one right. It's you a bad look. It's, a, it's a very listen. There's not, you watch a million games, right? How many times do you see a punt that kind of whiff one? Ju- it's it's just, like once every three years, right? And it was him. It just happened to be him. So guess what? Yes, you got to put competition in there because he's just not the guy to get it done at that point. So you got to have some competition. But I'll get, I get the contract. But again, if there's no one in camp that can challenge him, I'll be like, Yo, Joe Shane, uh, come on, man. What we doing? Listen, come on, man. What we doing? I hear you. Come on. I hear you. you know what I mean? If that, if, if, if you got any thoughts? Listen, if that was the worst signing of, of the of the offseason, uh, it's going to be a good offseason. It's going to be a good because because it's going to be worse. So I agree. I, I, he know, could boom it, man. He could boom it. So the, the one thing is the motherfucker can boom punts very far. So he can hammer. change field positions. He could literally hammer that shit down the field. Um, I can't believe the, we're talking the, about the punter after all the things. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. The, the one thing he can't do is directional directionally kick. He can't pin guys under twenty, but you got to make up for it. You know what? They're gonna, they're gonna. I think they're gonna try and draft someone, but you have this guy as a fallback now. So that's you know enough said. The Giants aren't gonna be. They're not gonna be punting yeah. that much. So honestly, let's move, it's, let's move it's, the it's fuck on. That's what I like to hear, Hefe. Yeah, yeah. That's what. I, but guys, here's the biggest splash because we was actually on a nice little conference call like we always do, guys. And the big news just came out, man, out of nowhere. The Giants traded for Darren Wall Waller out of Oakland, man. There is no downside to this contract, but speed. I want you to let the right <laughs> Las Vegas. I said, what I say? I said Oakland. Hey, Oakland. They're always still Jesus, man. Jesus, the Las Vegas Raiders guys. Forgive me, but speed. Take the people through, man. About my man Darren Waller here. What you got, <sighs> man? Dude, listen. I mean, we traded. So essentially, what we did, we traded the Gadarius Tony pick that we received for uh, uh, legit top three when healthy tight end. Darren Waller is an absolute stud. I mean, he's put up a he put up back to back eleven hundred yard seasons in in two thousand nineteen and two thousand twenty. The downside is he's been injured the past two years. That's why you know that's why Oakland got rid of him. But 
The flip side Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Oh, I said Oakland. <laughs> oh, I got a drink. I got a drink. Fire. You got a drink. You got a drink. I just had to drink mine. I was like, Jesus, man. What the, the hell? Flip Oakland? side to this. You you gave up the hundredth pick in a draft for a, a a guy that has a top three ceiling. It there, there's not many good tight ends. You have one of the best if he stays on the field. There's nobody you're gonna pick at the hundredth pick. You, 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 the slim pickings that you're gonna ever even come close to that ceiling. And you know what? If he doesn't stay healthy, there's zero dead cap in the next three years on his contract. Three more years we have him if we want, but there's zero dead cap if we if we want to cut him. It's a great deal. You have to, and even the naysayers, you can't you can't fault this deal, right? You, you can't, can't fault this deal. You can't. I mean, I I just I love the move. You give Daniel Jones his absolute best weapon he has ever had in college, in high school, in pros. The best target athletically that he's ever had, and um, I I, I can't I can't say more enough. Out Guys, of I just have one thing to say. Go stand up, New York Giants fans! Round of applause! Round of applause! Round of applause! Round of applause! The entertainers in the house, guys, and of course, hey, your mic is muted, so you gotta unmute your mic. But we're in the middle of uh, on Streamyard, it looks like there. We're in the middle of this uh, Darren Waller coming in from the Las Vegas Raiders. What a trade! And this let me piggyback a little bit more from Speed as far as Daniel Jones having a reliable weapon at tight end. Don't forget Bellinger as well, guys. So now you have that dual threat. On the on both sides that could come in and be that two set tight end. Mm-hmm. And again, I hate to say this name, forgive me, guys, but you got that grunk and that Aaron Hernandez type of feel. Now I'm not Dude. saying <laughs> I'm not saying Bellinger could be a grunk or Hernandez, but you still have that two that could come in and stretch that middle of the field or can stretch it down as far as Wall is concerned. And mm-hmm. then you still have Hodgins in there. These guys are all huge. They're six four, six something. They're all big wide receivers. So what this plan tells me is that maybe if you get an Odell Beckham Jr. type of guy to stretch the field to go stretch, which I doubt, but I think they actually have people in there to kind of ha- run those little small intermediate routes and et cetera, especially if they don't have the speedster because it seems like the, the Giants always plays that little intermediate and those rub routes. So I'm excited to see what this dual threat can do. And the most important thing is they can block pretty well too. You know what I mean? So you still have those bookends to open up some holes for you guys, just in case the Giants don't know, you know, who, who's at center at offensive line. At this point, we're going to assume that they're not going to draft anyone off they are. But let's just say we at right where we at now. I like this unit. These guys can block. These guys can catch. And you still have Hodgins on the side. You still have Wandale Robinson that could come in, even though he's coming in off the, the, the ACL. But I think he should be fine. Uh, you still have um, my man Shep coming back that could work your slot. So, guys, I'm looking at this offense, and I'm like, huh, this might be a little bit of an upgrade here. This might be a little bit of an upgrade. So, and I don't, uh, think we're, I don't think we're done upgrading yet. No. no. I, 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 don't, no. I don't think we're done upgrading yet. I think we're going to add another receiver. I, I Huge. Because it's true. You look at the wide receiver market, and it's much lower than I thought it was going to be. Jacoby Myers yep. got eleven million dollars a year. Most people he's thought he was going to get at least. 50. What you say? He's the top end too. He's one yeah, of those he's top, top guys end. in the market. Yeah, so yeah. Most yeah. He was going to. He was going to get like fifteen plus. So you may get a guy like DJ Chark for six or seven. You may get a guy like McCall Hardman for six or seven. And you talk about the the strength of this. Like we were good in the red zone last year. Imagine yeah. year two. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones more familiar with the offense. Yep. You know that they're going to use Wandell more in terms of the pre-snap motion. He's going to be more utilized in the offense. Now you got Darren Waller, a six foot six, two hundred and fifty-five pound target to go along with the other tight end you were talking about. Then you got Saquon Barkley back in the backfield. Daniel Jones's legs. What yes. the hell are you going to do against this improved offensive zone? line? Hopefully, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just one piece. I just think they need that legitimate center. That's the only I, I think. And they, they you know need I mean? Evan Neal. And you need Evan Neal. And you need Evan Neal to step up. Don't get me wrong. And I think he will have a good year because I, history should tell it, right? It's according to the guy on the left side that hopefully he isn't he's improved hopefully as far as Evan Neal. Yeah. We we hope we hope. But at the end of the day, like I just think Lips think they need that guy in that center there to be that captain of that 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 uh, that offensive line. I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. No, I'm with I you. I want to center in the draft. This year. These I'm comments are amazing. Keep the chat going, by the way. If you have any questions Waller. for Tana or for us, go ahead. But Waller is tall, guys. Go ahead. Yeah, right? Yeah. That's huge. But, yeah, I don't want to st- – but, Hefe, what you got, man, as far as Waller? I'm excited, man. He's super athletic. I followed him really closely when he had a really good year, probably his second big year that Spiro was talking about. And I wound up following him because of fantasy purposes. But I wound up watching – 
all of his games. And he was like up there with Kelsey in terms of production. This guy was mm -hmm. unguardable when he is healthy. And so you think about Daniel Jones doing play action rollouts. And then you have Waller screaming across the field with a linebacker trying <laughs> to chase him. Like, are you kidding me? And then, in, you know, in the red zone, we have three big tight ends, right? Like you got dudes that can catch the ball that can make plays. I'm so excited. I, I'm my only hope is that they really bolster this offensive line for the for the mm -hmm. 20. I'm not against. I'm not against a taking a, I would like, I would like taking a center of 25. I'm I'm, I'm okay with it. Do not at all. It takes. Not I at all. Do whatever you take. Because, I'd love a yeah. wide receiver, but you got to get a center and you got to get a fucking line in front of Jones because yeah. all these weapons are great. If the line crumbles, it doesn't work. Get yeah. the line. I'm with you. Yeah, but you know what? When you look at last year, as far as the line, the line was holding up pretty well. You want to know why? Because they ran those intermediate routes to get the ball out a little quick from Daniel Jones. So those slants, even though um, I forgot who said it. Somebody tweeted out. I think it was the cheetah was like, hey, enjoy those slants. I think to Darius Slayton in one of the tweets. Boys. Right, oh, slam boys. Well, yeah. Well, if you don't have a line, you gotta have a, an offensive, you know, coach to say, "All right, get listen, that shit out quick. we gotta yeah. get that shit out quick, right?" So, if if that's the case, you, if Daniel Jones is gonna run, or you're gonna have those slant routes, that's gonna make the offensive line look pretty good anyway. Those rollouts as well. So, again, yeah, you want that line, but I think they'll make up for it as far as play calling is concerned. Not ideal. You want to stretch the field, but you see what it can do. It got us to the playoffs at this point. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, gentlemen. You know what I mean? We did go to the playoffs. You're right. I don't think we're <laughs> taking a center in the first. I think we're going to take a corner, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, we need one. We need one. We need one. And then we need straight to the draft. Yeah. I think that's what we're doing at 25, but we'll see. But I'm excited, yeah. man. I think we're going to add another one. I think he mentioned it. Somebody in your chat, I just saw McCall Hardman is the guy I want if it's the right yeah. deal. Because mm -hmm. I think it's, like, it's kind of mm -hmm. like the type of player that we don't really have in this core right now, especially if we're going to lose Slayton. Possesses well, that's three, a, three that, speed. How big is he? He's not that big. Who? He's like 5'10", 5'11". Yeah. I just want to ask you guys. If it's, if it's a choice between Slayton and McCole Hardman, who are you taking? Save prices are equal. Hardman. Probably Hardman. I've seen I think Hard, I, I just think point. Hardman has a higher ceiling. And neither contract is yeah. going to be a large commitment. So if Hardman gets yeah, hurt, right. you can move on. E, what you got? Damn, man. I'm down the middle. And the reason why I'm down the middle, middle a, is because can't be it. Can't. <laughs> I need a, I need an answer. Uh, Hartman, I need an answer. Yeah, Hartman. Okay. Hartman. I, yeah, Hartman's yeah. good because he's Hartman. a playmaker. Important he's factor a playmaker. Yeah. He's he's an yeah, he's Hartman. a punt returner and he's a playmaker. Slayton's great. He's a great deep ball threat. He's great. But when Hartman touches the ball, sometimes like you could throw it on a screen, you could throw a, 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 a it slant, and he could take the house. Yeah. He just yeah. got yeah. that electric. Speed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and and the punt returner, you know, that, that's it's twofold, but. We need that deep right now. So you got, you know, Waller in the middle. He could run that seam route. He could run those post routes. You got Wandell running the crossing routes. You got Hodgins doing, you know, his thing in the middle of the field. Catching everything. Yep. Catching everything and just getting first downs in red zone. And you need that field stretcher now. Like, you know, you need that that that, that guy that like burner. a Slane, yes. Hardman, a Hyatt in a draft maybe, whoever it is. I'm excited to see who it is. And, man, if you could add that, that potential wide receiver one, like, High-end wide, wide receiver two, potential wide receiver one, like an Odell. Or, and, or, you know, and I'm going to tell you another thing I'm thinking about as you're talking. Because I'm thinking about the mismatches that Waller could present to a defense. Oh, Think about dude. if the Giants draft a running back in like the fourth or fifth, and they use Barkley more like Alvin Kamara, which yep. I think they're trending towards doing. He got more mm -hmm. and more targets towards the end of the year when they started to open up the offense. Think about the mismatches that the combination of Darren Waller and Saquon Barkley in the passing game can have against an opposing defense, especially if you get a field stretcher on the outside, like, and Daniel Jones's legs, you got to worry about if you're on the other side. So like, my God, luck. this luck, offense bro. could get explosive really fast. I really believe that. Yeah. And you know yeah, what? And I think Daniel Jones is going to play with a chip on his shoulder. Cause a lot of people, Oh, the contract, the contract, he sucks. He stinks. I really think he's going to come out swinging. I think we're going to, we're going to see that extra notch that we've been looking for from Daniel Jones this season. I, I think, man, I he really needs do to show think. it. He, he, this is, this is, I a think trial so, year. man. This is a trial year. He's got this year to prove that he could take that next leap. There's, there's people around him now. And this is the cheap year. Next year is the expensive year. And they have the out after next year. So this is the trial period. This is the fifth year that he never got. And then if, if he doesn't make good on it, you best believe, because that means we're probably going to be sitting pretty pretty low in the draft if, if Daniel Jones messes up, right? Um, it's it's going to be a harder schedule. You, you think it's going to be tougher. If Daniel Jones doesn't take that next step, which we need him to, 
they're going to be eyes on on uh, drafting the next quarterback. You'd have to think that's the way. So he's got a target on his back, and he knows it. He wanted this this forty million dollar contract. You got it. Now go now go out and perform. I, I actually think it, I actually think it lights a fire under him. I think yes. the way he responded this year when his back was against the wall, like the, going into this year, the fact that he earned another contract here after getting his fifth year declined is pretty incredible because it was first yes. year in another fucking never new system. It's never. It's, it's literally never happened. Never happened. So yeah. like the fact that he earned a second contract and then played as well as he did in the games that mattered, I'm not holding the Philly game against him. We were just completely dominated by a yeah. superior roster. Oh, the way yeah. he played at Minnesota in the, in the games that we needed to clinch shows me that he's not afraid of the big moment that he's going to step up. And now you're in second year with Dable, so it's yeah. not like it's not like coddling Daniel Jones to see what you've got. Dable's going to be on his ass. Like Dable's going to be all over this guy because he's going to demand a lot more from him because he put his job on the line too to keep this guy. If Dable said no, let's get another guy. Joe Shane would have said okay. Like yeah, Dable's, right. Dable's the guy. So I think it's going to be an improved Daniel Jones. They're finally putting pieces around them, and, and they're going to add more. So it's go time, baby. I agree. One team to watch next year, I really do. Yeah, and you I know think what? So it's, what pisses me off is like, uh, oh, people, you know, why are we using Darren Waller? We're going to use Darren Waller the same way on like rollouts. This is going to be a different offense next year, people. It's it, it's not going to be the same. They're going to take deeper shots if they, especially if they improve the line. Um, you're not going to. We have Dable. And Kafka, Kafka, who coached Kelsey, and 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 uh, Kinner brought this up in, in the chat. Uh, Kafka t- uh, had Kelsey under his wings. Dable had Gronk and and um, Aaron Hernandez. They know what to do with tight ends. They are going to use Darren Waller to the fullest extent. Man, they didn't trade a third just to, to run a and little rollouts. I, I mentioned this on. I, I put a tweet out about this right before I went on your channel at the trade deadline. Everybody was calling for Joe Shane to add a weapon because they said, mm-hmm. give us a chance. Go out and make a trade. Yeah. Chicago Bears gave up the 32nd pick for Chase Claypool. <laughs> the Giants today gave up the 100th pick for Darren Waller because they didn't shop hungry. Yep. 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 And on yep. that, uh, further, further yep. go on that, the Packers Talk. even offered a second-round pick for Darren Waller during the trade deadline, and the Raiders turned them down. Yep. What? Not even a year later, we got pick 100 for them, almost a fourth round pick for Darren Waller, uh, potential top three. Tight steal. End. I mean, and we ended, we ended it's a steal. Right it's that, it's a steal. You hit the nail on the head. It's a steal. But guys, I already know, man. I know we got a lot of show. We still got entertainer in the building here, right, guys? We got a lot of show to go through. But we've seen the offensive side of the ball at Entertainer. We're gonna we're gonna pick your brain because oh, you are a wanted one. man here on New York Revival. So we'll get to that. We will get to that. You are. We, we gotta give the. Yeah, the, the 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 vibes look at yeah you all wanted here i don't know why but we'll get to that in a i second. thought he was saying in a good way like you're you're the okay. man you're a wanted well, he, guy he oh, no, his ears <laughs> wanted in that way but a lot of people are looking for tana it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> who's but who's we'll get to we'll get to we'll get to that in a second tell me how right i was about the daniel jones contract <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure that's what it is they're looking exactly. to apologize <laughs> We'll get to that here in a second. All right? But, guys, let's go to the defensive side of the ball, man, because I'm Mm. excited about this signing. I don't know about you guys. Oh, this is huge for us, but we got Bobby. Okereke, get that video going here, man. He got it in the first try. Let's go, man. Bobby Okereke, man. Nailed it. Practice matters. Good job, pal. I appreciate you. It took me 24 hours to get that name down, and I heard it pronounced by him correctly, and it still took me after that. I know. 100% same. Out. Like I have, I had to write it care okay to like just yep. get over. Yep. It's like Ocean when you when we drafted him. We drafted Ocean. Yep. Like, how the hell do you pronounce that? And then you get used to it. So Matthias Kiwanuka. Matthias Kiwanuka. It's yep. just second yep. nature. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out, now. shout out to our friends at Talking Giants for this reel here. They put together these highlights. So we're gonna show them for you as Eli spits some facts for you. Absolutely. So Bobby Okereke, twenty six years old, three down linebacker with good instincts that ex- ex- excels against the run, guys. He can run sideline to sideline. He's long. He's smart. He's a tackling machine. 283 tackles in the last two years. He shows flashes of good coverage. Guys, his athletic ability is through the roof, man. This is a great signing here by Joe Shane. Guys, I don't know about you, but I want to get your opinion here. I want to go around the room. But as you guys can see, man, this guy can tackle. You want to talk about a missing piece since Blake Martinez got up out of here? Guys, mm-hmm. he is here to actually fill that role and then some. He's no slouching coverage as well, guys, but 
Let's go around the room, man. We got entertainer here, of course, that can chime in. And, of course, our guys here at the Revival. But let's go with Mr. Glass Half Full Speed here, man. How do you feel about this, man? What's going on? And just tell me, man, what do you see when you break down the film here of uh, Bobby Okereke? Oh, I mean, listen, he watching this guy go sideline to sideline. Oh. And what, what, did, what did the Giants' run defense do the worst? They could not get to the edges. They didn't have a, a wide, rangy um, middle linebacker that can get to the edges and help. This guy gets off blocks. He's long. He's fast. He hits oh, fucking Jesus. hard. He's smart. I mean, this guy, he took over for Shaq Leonard who is an all pro in Indianapolis and didn't skip a beat. They didn't skip a fucking beat. 280 plus tackles the last two years. He's dependable. He played 16 plus games in each of the last three seasons. I mean, this is a 26 year old on the rise. He's, he's not bad in coverage. And every, from every report I've read, he's got room to, to grow there. So like they played a certain kind of defense in Indianapolis that didn't have the, him doing what he could do at, at, at that level. Um, so I'm excited, man. This and the parallels to um, Antonio Pierce mm-hmm. coming over here, you know, mm. same age, mm. same smarts, mm. and, and, and being that guy in the middle to hopefully solidify this defense. It's same great, number? Man. It's great. Same number? Uh, well, you said you're right. You know, they were the same number. I don't know if he's. We got to talk to we'll our see. boy Casey Kreider yeah. and, and, and see if he could give, give long give snapper that move over. down the bench. Yeah. He's going to ask for that catch. I'm going to want to give up his number, Casey Kreider. You're damn right. You're damn right. But yo, they, they 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 found their guy, and I'm fucking excited to finally have a linebacker for the first time since Antonio Pierce. Man, it's great. It's great. Halfway. Yeah. I'm most excited about his motor, man. This guy, this guy just goes hard. He's he's all over the place, and I think he made an impact against the Giants. And I think that's what happens a lot. It's not just these Giants guys going back and watching film of their games. Like they felt his impact when they played him, and they Oof, remembered that. Did they ever? <laughs> they remembered that, and they now and now, and now you're at him. He made a great impression on the entire Giants staff. They probably said after the game, like, "Holy shit! Like, let's try, yeah. make a make a note of this guy." So, like, I'm excited. It's, linebacker is such a big need for us. This guy helps us out big time. I love what I saw. How about you, Chris? Yeah, I mean, this is exactly what you want uh, when you when you draft when you sign a free agent. You want a guy, you want a younger guy that has potentially hasn't quite peaked yet. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's getting better and growing. And a lot of people saw this contract when he signed the contract and like, oh, they overpaid, they overpaid, they overpaid. I'm gonna take you back to 2020. We signed the linebacker mm-hmm. in 2020. His name was Blake Martinez. Mm-hmm. Three years. $30.75 million. That's $10.25 million. The guaranteed money, $22.5 million. Three there years ago go. when the market was $198. Today, the market's $225. Bobby Okereke, same age. We signed him for less on a per-year average, $10 million a year. The same exact guaranteed money at $22.5 million. And I'm going to tell you what. He has a lot more upside than Blake Martinez ever. Yes. Blake Martinez was a liability in coverage. He's just this a tackler. guy yeah. definitely has the ability to drop back and at least be average in coverage. Like you look mm-hmm. at his athletic ability, his side-to-side quickness. Um, and this was the biggest weakness on this team. So to be able to go out there and get the man in the middle, it should do so much for this defense. And if we get at a corner in the first round, suddenly Wink's got a lot of toys to play with next year. Dude, it's exciting. I remember I remember when the Giants played him. He did. He laid a little dirty hit on DJ, so they're going to have to work that out. I'm sure they'll be laughing about that in the locker room. But he didn't give up on plays. There, one of DJ's he rushing made, yeah. touchdowns, that dude ran 30 yards lateral just to hit DJ at the goal line. And it was going to be a touchdown regardless. So, like, I like that. I, don't, I know it was my Doesn't quarterback at the time, but like I like that. He did not give up. He was the all. only person within like 10 yards, too, and he just gave it all. Gave gave him a lick. Hey, you want to score a touchdown on me? I'm going to give you I'm a little. You're going to feel it. Mm-hmm. You're going to yeah, feel yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally I like agree. But also, guys, we got another one, a defensive tackle, Raheem Nunez Roches. Right? Buenas noches. Ro- Roches. 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 Is it? I don't know. I don't know. I can't even pronounce it. But, guys, we're going to – a.k.a. Nacho. Can we drop Roches. a little bit of that Nacho? Come on, guys. What you got? Let's drop it. Speed, you got it, or you want me to? <laughs> oh, I got oh, it. So his, his, his nickname <laughs> is is Nacho. Nacho. <laughs> so guys, Nacho, man, that is his nickname, guys. Run stuff and run stuff and defensive tackle. Seriously gotten better with A's, guys. Reliable, played in every game the last four seasons. Coming off one of his best two years as a pro. Um, 
a ton of depth guys, more of a depth guy, if anything, guys, as far as rotational pieces. I think he's going to come in, especially to give Leo and Sexy Dexy that, that, that rest that they need. And he's that starting caliber type of guy. So it shouldn't be off too much without a hitch. But how do you feel about that? And I'm going to start with Tano on this one, man. Tano, what you got? How do you feel about this? Nacho! I mean, what, <laughs> the, the one thing that really stood out to me when I look back yesterday when I saw the signings is Joe Shane talks about smart, tough, dependable. You just mentioned it. This guy has played 65 straight games. Yeah. Uh, he played He played every game each of the last four years. Hasn't missed a game. Uh, Bobby O'Keefe, he didn't. he's missed two games his entire career. So he brought in two guys yesterday that have a good history in terms of being able to stay on the football field. What did mm-hmm. this team need? Go back, look at the Eagles game. Okay, you look at the Eagles. They had like six guys that they were rotating in and out on that defensive line. New York Giants need depth on that defensive line. They needed it in a big way. We had one of the worst run defenses in football, and that yeah. was Joe mm-hmm. Shane's first mission in free agency. Get the linebacker. Get at least a guy that's like depth that maybe will play 30 to 35% of the snaps. And if people want to cry about that contract, well, defensive tackles, I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with the free agency market. Defensive tackles are getting paid like they're quarterbacks. I mean, my yeah. God, like, d- yeah. dude, Dalvin Tomlinson got $15 million a year. He's 30 years old. So yeah, It's insane. wild. wild. He got insane. a big contract. Yeah. So, so to sign this guy 13, for uh, 7.5 guaranteed over three years, it's it's a nothing commitment. It's a, it's a good deal. We needed it, um, and I expect them to continue to attack that position in the draft. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Speed. Yeah, I mean, listen, this guy, he he's kind of he's kind of different because he's gotten better with, as he's aged, actually. His last two years have been his best two years. He played almost 50% of the snaps last year. He is a run stuffer. He had two sacks last year, and he's not even known as a, you know a, a pass rush guy. But he's got athletic ability. He's nasty. He's tough. He's a locker room dude. And you know what? Listen, he's a, he's a depth signing. And I know a lot of a lot of Giants fans out there are like you know we thought Justin Ellis was going to be this. We thought Danny Shelton was going to be this. Doesn't mean you could stop. You stop taking cracks. Yeah. We're <laughs> getting a run stuffer. I love the Guinness baby. I love that Guinness. Um, it's that extra stout too, right? Yeah, yeah, Salty. yeah. yeah um, but listen. We need – listen, the, the plan was clear. If everybody was asking, what's Joe Shane's plan? Day one, stopping the run. It was, They found a run-stopping linebacker and a run-stopping defensive tackle, and, and that was the clear plan here. Wink wants to stop the run, and they did it in Baltimore. They got to do it here. So, I, I, I listen, we needed depth there. They're going to draft the guy, like you said, Tina, and um, I, I, it's going to be very interesting now to see what they do with Leonard Williams. That's going to be um, – that's gonna be oh, the next. They're here. gonna keep them. They're gonna keep them. They are, they but they can't keep them yeah. at this number, though. I don't. Think I, I hope can. that they're able to stretch out the contract. But like, yeah. you look at what these D tackles yeah. are getting paid. Like, how do you justify cutting them to save twelve million? Like, and why would he take the go? cut though? Why would he take the cut? That when he's seeing these numbers, you know, that's like, a good point. He's the the numbers. These guys are getting paid. Like he, he may say to himself, "Well, if Dalvin Tomlinson got fifteen. Yeah. I'm worth right. at least eighteen next year, even if I play mediocre." So maybe you just add a year. I don't know. Yeah, I give a little more. Give a little more guaranteed. He did say he wants to stay with Dexy. They're they're brothers. They they but definitely. Even if you could extend them, guys, on eighteen a year over three years, it's still say it's a three year. It's still what fifty six plus the thirty two. That's like a little over eighty. That's like twenty million dollars a year on average, as opposed to paying them thirty two this year. Right. We just, yeah. right. we just we just need to get that contract. Get the under contract. Control. Down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. twenty eight years old, guys. He's twenty eight years old, and he's still a very good two way defensive end slash tackle. Um, big big cat's only twenty eight. He's twenty eight, bro. He's been in the he's NFL young. for fifteen years. How is he twenty eight? <laughs> I know it's it's true, man. It's fucking true. Like, and here's the thing: that my if brain doesn't re- accept that one. If you rework Leo's deal and say, okay, I don't know what they're going to do with Saquon, but say Saquon, you know, he, he bites the bullet. He takes the 12 and a half, but you, you fudge the numbers on the extension. They could get some serious cap space back to go get this next guy. I don't think they want to do it yet with Leo. I think they'd rather pay the, the money if they have to now, but the option is there to rework it. And um, Adore is another one. I don't know what they're going to do with Adore yet. They haven't even yeah. mentioned it. Um, there's two guys that are part of the defense right now, and um, it's going to be very interesting to see what they do, extend or, or keep. Or I think Adori is, is very wishful thinking, and I'm going to tell you why. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I like Adori, and I'd be completely for it if they were able to extend them on, say, $15 million a year and whatever. But um, if you're Adori, what's your incentive? You're 26, I think 26, 27, so you're still young. It's going to be an increased market next year. 
Mm-hmm. Why, if you're a Dory, why are you going out of your way to take a, potentially a lot less, right? We've seen guys get paid a lot when they hit free agency. And if he's near the top of the market next year, he may be giving away a ton of money um, if he were to extend with the Giants before the year started. So I see it more likely with Leo because of his age than a Dory. Mm-hmm. I don't think a is going to do it. I agree. Guys, we're so thin there. So thin. True. I wanna, but here's the thing. It's funny because we actually have a list of a couple cornerbacks here. And I'm going to throw out these names at you right here, guys, real quick. And just let me know which one would you sign, all right? But we got Marcus Peters, William Jackson, Shaquille Griffin, Bradley Roby, and uh, Ronald Darby. Are those names exciting to you guys? And I'm going to start with El Jefe on this one. Uh, how's those names, man? Is it exciting? Would you bite on a couple of those guys at the cornerback position? What's, what's, what's your thoughts there? Depends on the price, but like we need several. I feel like we need several guys, so it's hard. Yeah, it's hard, <laughs> it's hard to spend. Like, I don't know. I think they're gonna go hard in the draft. They kind of have to. So like that first rounder could be a corner, and it's gonna be like, all right, got a corner, but like we need it. <laughs> we definitely need mm-hmm. it. We definitely mm-hmm. need it. So Rockison is another name in there too, who's a, a younger player. Pronounced. Um, yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I just want to because of his name. He's got such a, a badass name. name. I, I need <laughs> draft him. him. I need him on the team. <laughs> um, no, yeah, have it. You're right. But like, here's the thing: this, the, the like we said before, this draft is strongest at cornerback. It's got elite level talent. At least there's at least five guys that are, are have top level talent there. And I think one of them is going to be at 25. If not, you move up a little bit if someone's lurking there and you see your guy. But Get me, get me a cornerback in the free agent market, and go draft another one. And you could do whatever you want with a door. You know, you could, you could cut a door. You could keep him at that point. But I, any of those names know. excites you at this point? Did I just, did I just mention? Tana, Tana, what do you think? Excites yeah, not the right word. Definitely not excites. Yeah. Um, okay. Does, does one make sense for a cheap price? Yeah, they probably be Peters because of his ties to Wink and Bal- and Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know he's I need I don't think he's gonna have any of those guys if they sign him I think the rookie's gonna play over them I yes. think you know that's why I'd rather just throw the money at a wide receiver personally or throw the money at there. um even another linebacker you know if there's a if there's a linebacker you get for four or five million dollars that still may be out there or another defensive lineman or or not or a depth offensive lineman or uh, I'd rather throw the money elsewhere because. I truly think we're taking a corner first round. And I think we have actually decent depth at that position already. We just don't have a guy that we could like depend on as like as like a real true starter. Like mm-hmm. I think Aaron mm-hmm. Robinson's a, he's decent. Cordell Fly. Yes. So like mm-hmm. Holmes is I think gone. I, I, I think I'd Darnay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Hefe. Holmes yeah. is gone. <laughs> I think they're gonna cut Holmes for three million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you take that three million dollars, man. I'll take the L on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, to be, fair, to be fair, to be fair, a lot of people liked him uh, coming. Yeah. He hasn't worked out. I was rooting no. for the guy. I mean, I root for all the Giants, but I I had invested interest in him for some reason, so I was pushing for him. <laughs> so, guys, let me let me say this, man, and we're gonna get to all the juicy, the spicy stuff that people would love to hear. But we have Tanner on, and we cannot ask this question. And you know, we can't let this show go by without asking this question. Forgive me, but we had Rob on here last week. Oh, oh, zero B. For uh, everybody that don't okay. know in Twitter okay. land, he said that he won the first round of the debate. Now, forgive me on zero if you win the check. Let's remind the people, what did you win? What was going on here? But I think it was clear on some of the debate of the of the uh, Daniel Jones contract or whatever the case was. But let's just go back a little bit. Tana, one, let me ask you this. In any debate, any form, do you think you could kick our zero B's ass? Of course, right? <laughs> of course, right? That goes without I could, saying. I could, I could debate Rob about 2023 rap, and I'd beat him. I couldn't name you one. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, oh, I oh, love oh, it. I love it. Now, with the first round Neo Revival, guys, we have to kind of pick the winner because this is what we're here to do, right? You tell the people, and you will debate it out in Revival when we pick. I don't know. That first round, man, I think he had Rob in the corner a little bit. Uh, let me go around the room, man. I'm going to start with El Jefe. But uh, I think, uh, Hefe, uh, you know, Tana had him in the corner on the ropes there. I don't know. I don't want to talk. I, I don't want to talk about R zero because he's not here. So I don't no, want to. Not in the the no, yeah, not that I know. Oh. So I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do it unless he's he's on video and he's able oh. to to defend. I him. thought he was here. You say he was no. stopping by. Uh, oh, it's all right. It's all right. But it's it all right. is what it is. But 
I, I think what people mistake, you know, because they there's a lot of people, a lot of DJ supporters and et cetera out there. And I think the contract number was it was incredibly great by by uh Tana man. And I think he had like one percentage off wrong or something like that, Tana. Walk me through it. Why people thought that uh the contract was off a little bit and they started giving you hell on Twitter. Oh, God. Well, you know, you know what it is with the, with the DJ haters, man. You, 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 if, if you don't say it to the letter of the law, and it was, I was just having like a, a basic conversation with you guys. I wasn't like yeah. making a video. Yeah. Like, was, right. I was just right. like, yeah. I was just throwing out like, you know, broad numbers or in the ballpark and they yeah. go out of their way to be like, blah, 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 blah. Listen, you at the end of the day, I'm going to pull up a video for you guys right now because somebody, one of my subscribers was kind enough. This was my live stream. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to share this with you guys right now. One of my subscribers, this, this was about like four days before he signed the contract. I had a live stream talking about it, right? This is what I said. So for everybody that, that said I didn't know what I was talking about in terms of the contract, you could share that with the audience. You ready? Yeah, Let's on. do it. Tell me what it's up. You got it. You got it, Jeff? How the hell did you do that? Make yeah. sure, make sure, <laughs> make sure Rob, make sure Rob Zero sees this, okay? <laughs> and it's just a matter of what the contract's going to be what the commitment is going to be i'm much more concerned about the commitment which means the guaranteed money as opposed to the average per year salary you know that the average per year salary is what's going to garnish the headlines if he signs like a four-year 160 million dollars everybody's going to say 40 million dollars a year Gold it. it's about the guarantee i don't know what to tell you rob Golden. Golden. <laughs> that was a mic drop right there? The mic drop moment? I don't know what to tell you, bro. Let's go. Dude. So, Tana, let me ask you this, man, because, of course, guys, we're done with pretty much almost this Giants talk here. I just want to ask Tana this, man, because this is something that people probably don't know. We're going to go a little bit off the cuff here. Tana, mm. when did you start streaming? And uh, basically how long you've been streaming? And, and, and I guess the people want to know how did you start, man? Because I would love to know how did Tana come out about because this guy, if you know, if you're living under a rock, guys, he's got like 50,000, 60,000, I don't know, 200 million. I, I I about about All right. 46 almost. 46,000. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, just tell how it started, man. And when was your moment when you was like, oh, uh, I got I, I got something here? What, what was that moment, man? Uh, Yeah, I, people ask me this all the time. Um, I just. Uh oh. Uh oh, what the just happened? <laughs> Come on back. Come on back. He's like, I just started click. I'm gone. I'm out of here. What just happened? Well, here, I bro? started. <laughs> <laughs> that was Rob. So, that was Rob. He took him out. I don't I don't know what happened. I kicked myself out by accident. I think uh, we thought it was Rob. Okay. Oh, no, yeah, no, no. But yeah, as far as like YouTube, he put um, that voodoo on him. <laughs> no, uh, I, 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 uh, at the, I'll be honest. I'll be dead honest with you. At the time, I had just broken up with my ex girlfriend, and wow. you know, it's always it was, a woman to blame. Always a woman to blame. Always a woman or to blame. Why, why you or have thing. to watch me on YouTube? It's, you blame her. <laughs> um, no, but I had just broken up with my girlfriend at the time, and. I was in a group chat. I and I you guys are probably well now everybody's on Twitter, but I was on like a group so I wasn't even on Twitter at the time. I wasn't I didn't really watch YouTube at the time. And a lot of my friends were into like social media, whatever. Um and we had like a group chat and every once in a while, like I would bring a video like talking football, like I would send the video in the group chat, like impersonating, like as a joke. Like I don't I it was during the, the 2018 draft for Saquon Barkley, and they all knew that I was trying to get my mind off of her. And they were like, you should start a podcast. You should start a, a, a thing on YouTube. And I never thought anybody took YouTube seriously. So when I first started, I started as a joke. Like, I basically was like Cop Hizzle. Like, I, I was like a, a character. You know, like this over-the-top New York character just trying to make people yes. laugh. And yeah. then, you know, like four or five months in, I started to realize, like, some of the videos that I was putting out was, like, people were, like, actually really valuing my information and like You're, my opinion maybe i should tone down the character a little and like focus yeah maybe, maybe i should actually take this like semi-serious right and actually yeah. like you know have fun with it but talk real sports as if like i'm yeah. talking to you guys right now and um yeah just kind of grew from there and um yeah i i don't know what like my magic moment was where i started to take it more seriously but i think like i i think one moment was like i was doing a live stream where I do the play-by-plays for the games, and I was just acting stupid and getting drunk. And I saw people in the chat say, like, no, call the game, be serious. And then I realized, like, wow, these people actually value my play-by-play. And right. then, like, the one, like, like hit-home moment for me was 
I was working a part-time job at the time. Now I work a full-time job, actually, ironically. As I've grown on YouTube, I went back to get a full-time job. But I was working a part-time job at the time. And um, when the Joe Judge news came out, that he became the head coach. And I was pissed because I was like, oh, man, I wish I could drop the video. Should I run in my car? Should I make a quick six-minute video? I still got five more hours to work. And I said, all right, I'm going to relax. I'm not going to drop a video. I, wanna, I want it to be – this is an important video. It's a, a head mm-hmm. coach. I want to be home. I want to be able to, you know, talk about it for 15 minutes and come up with a well-informed opinion. In the first hour, I dropped it like six hours after everybody else had more views than anybody. And I was like, this Mm. now, now, now I realize people actually value my opinion. So I guess that Mm. was like the first, like in your face moment. Um, but yeah, I I, I think the most important thing is just like do something that you love, man. And and don't ever be scared to share your opinion. And when you have an opinion, if I stuck with my Daniel Jones opinion, I, I was unbiased going into the year. I said, I'm going to analyze the situation. And I got tons of pressure from people all year. Oh, Daniel Jones stinks. Get rid of Daniel Jones. How could you talk about? No, this is my opinion. I'm not backing off my opinion. Yes. And a lot of times people are going to fight you on your opinion. They're going to try to influence your opinion. People are going to respect your opinion, even if they don't disagree with it. They feel like it's backed up by reasonable thought mm-hmm. and logic. And, and that's that's my advice to everybody is just. Don't let people bully you around and force you into an opinion that you don't believe in. Um, and I Big think in guys. the end, e- even if there's people that, um, even if there's people that may not agree with your opinion, they're going to respect you a hell of a lot more for it. Agreed. I totally, Agreed, I totally agree. And it's Tana. funny because it's, this is the reason why I gravitated towards Tanner. You know what I mean? Because he's a guy that doesn't waver. You know what I mean? From from what his thoughts are, and that's something I take pride in too. Like if if I if listen, I, I I held Daniel Jones to the fire when he first came out. I think we all have in this box here. It's like, okay listen, to change. Your I don't opinion. know. I don't know. But yeah, it it officially changed when I seen him during that Vikings game, and I seen him during a couple other games, and he was checking because I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go into the season just like how Tanner said. I want to see the boxes that he checked from my point of view, from what I look at film and study film on. And once he started checking boxes of how grit, how tough he was, how how accurate he was getting, how strong his arm was, how his in-pocket presence got better, the fact that he put the team on his back over there in Minnesota, and even the Colts game, he, he rose to the occasion. Yes, it was and then, you know not a great team, whatever the case is. We can debate that. But he still put the team on his back, and he did what he had to do. I was like, this guy's the quarterback. This guy is it. And I never wavered from it. And there's still people that be like, man, this guy, how do you do it? How do you do it? No, it's just my opinion. I think it was a great signing. I think he's going to be a quarterback of the future. It's just we got to wait and see still. And I, I just think he can get us to the promised land. He's, not, we can't yeah. have all elite quarterbacks, right? We just can't. It's impossible. There's, there's only one Pat Mahomes. There's only one Tom Brady. But there's going to be one Daniel Jones. And if he can be that guy to get us there and they feel he can, then it's him. I think he can too. You know what I mean? But Tana's right. Hit the nail on the head, man. Don't waver from that opinion. And that's one thing I, I value about him. You just never – you never see him waver from that. You never one of those type of guys like, I love him in the next minute. I'll hate him and then want to trash him all day. I don't got time. Well, no, I'll be the first to say my initial reaction with Daniel Jones certainly helped me grow on YouTube. And, like, I, that was a raw reaction. I was not happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not Dave. want to take Daniel Jones' sixth overall. It still floats around once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't, but, but at the end of the day, like, for people to, like, hold that against you, like, your initial reaction from a player before he played a game as a giant and then five years to watch the guy to not be more open in opinion to say, okay. Yeah. Like, to me, that's that's being mature. It's, it's, to right. me, the people that I it's can't cool. stand is when, is when they have an initial opinion about a guy and they're not, over the course of time, willing to alter their opinion. Like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I but but that's just my two cents on it. Like everybody reacted that way. Be honest with yourself. Like it's yeah. just that I was the face of it because I had a reaction video. But everybody, nobody liked that pick. Maybe like two percent of people like that pick just because because they wanted to be outliers. But yeah, that's my advice right. to anybody. And I think that's why people watch my channel. I think that's why people watch a lot of channels because they think it's an authentic opinion, even if they don't always agree with it. Tina, I want right. to I want to thank you on a personal level because. The beginning of 2021 season, I was part of a different Giants podcast. I had put out a couple of those skits. I was really only like four or five oh, yeah, weeks yeah, yeah, into yeah, yeah. doing that. And I just I made a hard decision to leave them and to go off on my own. And I had a spot on your you gave me a spot on your channel, like literally the day after I decided to, I made that decision. And yeah. I was talking to you right before we went live and I was telling you my thoughts. And you were like, you got this. You don't, you don't need them. You can do this. I was telling you about how, like, I want to do kind of this with like Spiro and Eli. I'm like, ha- like throwing these ideas at you and you're like, go dude, jump in and go. 
like yeah, absolutely yeah. go. It's it's the right move. Dude, and like at the I'll time, right I, now, I needed I needed to hear that need at that. the time. <laughs> you don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the other thing I'll tell you that I've seen you started doing with some of your reaction videos. I think if I recall, one of the suggestions I gave you was try to um branch out don't just do giant specific yeah i've seen you start to branch out a little bit and yeah. i think i you obviously want to stay with your niche but i think as you continue to evolve you'll be able to do more videos like that where well it's i not have only, to because now yeah. i got all the, i didn't know i could make videos so now that i i know i can i got all these stupid ideas that i need to make <laughs> come to life so like there's gonna be especially in the off season when yeah. i have more time and there's not a game every week there's gonna be non-giant stuff i have a couple up on the channel now there's non-giants like i'm working on a skit with these guys we talked about oh, it yes. earlier today where i'm gonna we're gonna do one on for the revival we're gonna do a skit and it's gonna be fucking hey awesome. guys we're live just to let you know he's not in backstage like you're gonna let the people you're gonna spill the beans we are live here. that's all i'm saying yeah yeah that's it they want the inside secret here they want the secret a little sprinkle a little season thank you your channel is awesome you you deserve everything that you've got i watch your channel as as a fan and it's and it's cool to like be part of it sometimes so cheers to you and just keep it going man you know what and 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 i'm gonna say this too because i i really in my whole heart I say that and I believe it. I believe it. And there's no disrespect to anyone when I say that. I say, guys, when it comes to Giants content, there's only three people I feel the people will go to. And that's Talking Giants, Entertainer, and that's us. I said, I feel like we provide <laughs> so much stuff as far as oh, that's God. concerned. I just I just put I put you guys so in the upper echelon. It's not even funny. You know what I mean? I'm just like, that's the greatness we need to chase. Forget everybody else. And no disrespect to nobody else because there's a lot of people that my people and they do their own thing. I love you guys. Don't take this as any slight, but let's be honest, right? This is the upper echelon. I want to chase that. I'm not chasing no one else, even the old people we were a part of. I'm not even chasing them. They're not even competition. Shout out to y'all. But that's the upper echelon, you know? So I just want you to know, man, hey, these are the guys we look up to. We need to go chase that. And, and, I feel like we're almost there to that greatness. Yes, we're not nowhere near. Don't get it twisted. But as far as the show is concerned and engaging the people, having that moment, I'm like, yo, that's that's Tana. That's talking giants, and that's it's that's finding awesome. it's finding your own it's finding lane. Finding is, is niche. Yeah, it's lane. finding that lane. Yeah, and, and and the other the other thing I'll say is, and I appreciate the compliment. Thank you. But the, but the the other thing I the, the way that I've always looked at it, and I, I when I first started on YouTube, I started making Nick's content. Actually, believe it or not, like that was mm. my original content because it was after. The draft. I literally started like uh, two weeks after the Saquon Barkley draft. Um, so like the the NBA draft was coming up. So I remember talking about like Kevin Knox, like who horrible for the Knicks. But that's where I started <laughs> on YouTube. And I looked around because I I knew I was going to start wanting to talk a lot of Giants because I looked around. So I looked around at other Giants YouTubers, and all I saw was division, 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 division. Mm -hmm. And in the Knicks community. As soon as, as soon as I started, some of the biggest Knicks YouTubers there were, after I made a video or two, said, come on the channel. You want to come on, work with me, work with me, work with me, work with me. They were embracing. So that is something mm -hmm. when you say chasing, I've never looked at it like that. For me, it's about building up the community because the way I look at it is if I grow, it's going to help every Giants content creator. Yes, grow. yes. Because we expect them all to YouTube, yeah. There are so many people that don't go to YouTube for sports talk. There are so mm -hmm. many people that still go to podcasts, that still go to WFAN, that still go to ESPN. I'll be the, I was one of those people. I didn't realize that people even listen to podcasts when it came to sports in 2018. I'm old-fashioned. I used to yeah. watch ESPN. I used to watch Fox Sports. I used to listen to WFAN. That's why yep. I took it as a joke when I started on YouTube. I'm like, it's YouTube. And then as it grew, I took it more seriously. So that's the way I've always looked at it. I've tried to work with everybody. I've tried to support as many people as I possibly can. And that's the way... I've looked at it, and I think it's helped build. At least I've been part of building up the Giants community. It's, it's funny you say that because when I behind the scenes, shout out Peter Schrag when I when I stepped on dropped by his show, name it, it's, it's hitting me. It, <laughs> <laughs> it's hitting me now when Tana said, "Hey, you know, it, it's all about building the Giants community." And he, the one thing he said to me, he was like, "Hey, you guys are more like seen than the people on ESPN. Like people come to you for that niche." And I'm looked at, I'm like, "Really, Peter?" He's like, yo, I'm watching it. Like, there's a lot of people that come to you guys. More people than realize, more than ESPN. Yeah. And he's like, dude, like you don't see it. And I'm like, nah, Pete. You know what I mean? But it's funny you said that, Tana. Man, maybe it is like that. We have a niche within a niche. So, um, that's pretty cool. I have that 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 honor and that <laughs> and that that voice. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, that's, that's, it, that's it, fire. Listen, yeah. and especially like, listen, even WFAN, it's tough to get. Um, it, it's it's tough to get Giants content, man. Like, so. 
I'm glad that we're growing this this whole thing. We're growing together. You know, the, the tide lifts all boats, and um, we're just happy to be, be a friend with you, man, and uh, happy to have you on. And flowers, listen, flowers, flowers, flowers. We got That's a good. A fact, we got man. a good year coming up, man. We got good things. Listen, up. we got the draft. You guys, came, up, you, so. you guys came at the right time, man. You didn't have to deal uh, with the dude. The timing, <laughs> timing is always everything. It's everything, man. We it's waited everything. purposely till that last judge season ended, and we're like, hold. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> They're about to blow yeah. this shit up. Do not yeah. be associated with that regime. So we <laughs> yeah. sat, we sat tight and and obviously straight straight up. Since let then. me let me say this too. I think with Tainer Wrong, because we had Tainer Wrong when we first started. I think he's our third highest views. Even the last week was our second, and he holds the third slot. Uh, number draw, one buddy. is Tiki. But you are <laughs> the draw. We appreciate you. Uh, you don't know how much, man, that means to us, man, that we're, we're such a small guy hey, man, trying to start I, I something. So I appreciate I you. I don't think I yet in person. Did I, I don't think I did, right? Did it? Maybe I did. Maybe no, he's supposed to. He missed out. No, no. Yeah, he missed out on the fan fest. So, by the way, did, by the way, let was, me ask this. It was two years ago. And, oh, uh, two years ago. It was two years and, ago. Okay. You know. Because I got. I remember meeting Mr. Glass at Full, and I remember meeting Vibes. Great guys. Yeah. and. Um, no, I, I remember yeah. when I met you, I was like, I'm Jeff. And you're like, oh, you're a nobody. See you later. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I said that, but maybe I did. I don't know. No, we'll hug it well, out let's, next fan let's fest. Say, let's say this out because when we was at fan fest, man, we was like, hey, Chris, entertainer, talking sports, and everybody was crowded around him. And he's like, yeah, I'll just talk to y'all in a minute. Y'all was like, you're with the revival, guys. Yeah, 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 just give me one second. Yeah. Want me to sign your belt? Sure. <laughs> 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 sign the belt somewhere. This guy's famous. I don't know if you guys ever witnessed it, but everybody crowds around entertainer, talking sports. They love him. And we love this guy, too, man. So uh, thank you so much, man, for stopping by. Hold on, because we still got to wrap up the show, man. Everybody hit that like button. Hit that like button, man. Mm. This is another great show let's behind the home, scenes baby. of what let's we do. Bring it home. But let's bring it home. Of course, we want to talk to entertainer more behind the scenes. But, guys, we want to thank you for spending your Tuesday night with us, man. This was an incredible show. Went a little longer than what we thought, but we're just chilling. It's, what, it's, what it's, it's just about, right. All right. It's just right. It's, it just felt right. It just felt right. All right. Well, thank you for spending your Tuesday yeah. night with us, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> and this is New York Revival, where it's not just sports, it's entertainment. On behalf of my brother, Mr. Glass Half Full, and that's speed if you nasty now. <laughs> Those eyes get crazier every it time. It gets crazier and crazier. <laughs> and my brother, LFA, a.k.a. White Jersey, a.k.a. Blue Jersey, a.k.a. Danny Daniel. And on behalf of my guy, entertainer, Stan! <laughs> New York Giants fans! And we are out of here! Entertainer talking sports, we bout! Peace! Yes! <laughs>